Quarantine Essay Number 46 by Rick Hudgens, The Weariness, June 13th, 2020. The triumph of hope over experience, Oscar Wilde said that about marriage. But hope anywhere is a triumph over experience. Without hope, life grows burdensome. Yesterday, June 12th, was the anniversary of the assassination of Medgar Evers. In 1955, Evers worked in Mississippi for the NAACP, where his activist work made him an enemy to local white supremacists. But he was also harassed by the local police and the FBI. His life was regularly threatened, and finally on June 12, 1955, he was assassinated by Byron D. Lebeckwith, as he arrived home to his wife and children. In three more weeks, he would have been 38. James Baldwin wrote of his friend Evers that, quote, he wore his weariness like his skin, unquote. It is a weariness unknown to white-bodied Americans. The poet Claudia Rankin wrote, quote, because white men can't police their imagination, black men are dying, unquote. That's the weariness. It's the weariness of what the great Toni Morrison called quite the white gaze. The weariness of hopelessness before white racism that always sees you, black man, woman, or child, as a threat. Quote, come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed, unquote, wrote the poet Lucille Clifton. It's the weariness of not only something, but someone, a bone-chilling, bone-tired weariness. Quote, in the wake of George Floyd's killing, the movement of black lives, already a massive global force, has succeeded in birthing a phenomenon infinitely larger than itself. It can only be called a, quote, great awakening of empathy and solidarity, one without historical precedent writes Van Jones in Welcome to the Great Awakening, CNN, June 12, 2020. Let's see. The young masked black woman holds up a protest sign, quote, George Floyd isn't a wake-up call. The same alarm has been ringing since 1619, y'all. Y'all just keep hitting snooze. That's the weariness. How soon might all these white bodies lose interest and let go of their great awakening. A 400-year-old slumber needs a lot of cold water before being fully awakened. White bodies still carry the privilege of choosing not to think about race. A Black Lives Matter t-shirt can be taken off as easily as it can be put on. When you're white, you can carry a protest sign till you get tired and then lay it down again. That is the mark of privilege. If you're black, Black Lives Matter is not a slogan. That's the weariness. Will it ever change? There was weariness in Sisyphus, who in Greek mythology was condemned to repeat the same meaningless task forever. He pushed the boulder up the mountainside only to watch it roll down again. In his book, The Myth of Sisyphus, 1942, Albert Camus compared that frustration to everyone's life in the face of death. Life is absurd, he wrote, 
because the world will always remain unreasonable. The night before James Earl Ray shot him, Dr. King declared, quote, I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. The words recall Moses, but the feeling is Sisyphean. To get to the promised land, you have to go over the mountaintop, not just to the top. That's the weariness too. Is this a turning point? No one knows. No one can know. In human affairs, there's a cycle of misplaced hope and deepening cynicism. I won't place my hope just anywhere. Stuart Emmerich, reporting on the memorial for George Floyd in Houston this week, wrote this, Vogue, June 10th, 2020. Quote, But perhaps the most moving moment of the eulogy and the one that brought all of the approximately 500 mourners in the Fountain of Praise Church to their feet was when Sharpton singled out several individuals and asked them to be recognized. Each shared a burden with the family of the man being buried. Sharpton said, explaining, quote, they wanted to be here to be part of this because they understand the pain better than anyone, because they've gone through the pain. The mother of Trayvon Martin, will you stand, Sharpton said. The mother of Eric Garner, will you stand? The sister of Botham Jean, will you stand? The family of Pamela Turner, right here in Houston, will you stand? The father of Michael Brown from Ferguson, Missouri, will you stand? The father of Ahmed Arbery, will you stand? As the clapping grew in intensity, Sharpton added, all these families came to stand with this family because they know better than anyone else the pain they will suffer from the loss that they have gone through. This is the weariness. The global phenomenon must be more about than increased empathy and solidarity. This is no small thing, but it is not good enough. We've got to get over the mountaintop. We have to see the other side. Rick Hudgens, June 13th, 2020.